I love golf, bro. I can love golf. See the golf clubs over there. We got somebody in here who's going to talk to us all about golf. But first, listen to this beautiful song, beautiful voice. Thank you for tuning in to another Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper for all your cannabis needs. Yes, you, Armando, all of your cannabis needs, recreational and medicinal. Make sure you head on over to GHB.com or pay them a visit here in Chula Vista, the only legal establishment to buy cannabis. I always like to time it so it ends at the fucking same time as the song, and then we go, ah. Thank you. <laughs> We've been getting into golf a lot. My boy, me, Gus and myself have been playing golf for over 20 years, but like on and off and on and off, so not really creating any consistency until lately, like maybe in the last two years we really started playing a lot more golf and that's what I wanted to bring you on bro yeah so today me. we have the one and only mr armando Najera, bro oh shit and you know what man before i even knew you before i even knew you and we would go golfing here there and everywhere and, and now where you currently golf and i'm gonna let you tell your whole story but your reputation precedes you man anytime oh you gotta go ahead check out armando armando at chula vista golf or once upon a time, Armando at Salt Creek. Salt Creek. And everybody was like, dude, he fucking, he's good. He's this, he's a nice guy. He knows what he's doing. He did it. Let's hear it from the horse's mouth, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Armando, the GM from Chula Vista Golf. Let us know what you're all about, my man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate kind of- Hell yeah. I finally got in here. You know, Shit. Talking about it. And yeah, I've been playing, uh, well, seeing you at the golf course, getting some lessons and- Obviously, we had a great tourney. Some people call that cheating. No, no, no such thing. All right, thank God. You know, it's practice. You got to do it right. Everybody want to be good at your craft. You got to practice at it. You know, we not not all of us are athletes can just roll out of bed and take it easy, guy. Take it easy, guy. But uh, but yeah, no. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, things are good. You know, yeah, been involved in the golf um, business and golf game. You know, pretty much my entire life. I was like we're talking about. You know, five years old. Learned the game of golf. Started lessons. At the good old Palm Range Center over how there. How do you teach a five-year-old how to play golf, dude? I have three little boys. How the fuck do I teach them how to play golf? Yeah, just the simple things. The grip, mm-hmm. stance, and let them swing. You know what I mean? Just, you know, you'll work on the specifics as you get down the road. But. How young can I take a kid to, to, to uh, take classes? I'd say four. Four's four, age? Four to five is a good age. All right. You know, once they can start, you know, holding the, holding the club a little bit better and a little more consistent on the grip and the stance and direction too, right? You know, that's half the battles. They get up there, they stand, you got to swing, you know, but you start to see, I'd say four to five is really when, when kids start to really start to focus and understand what they're doing. And that's when you started? Yeah. Five Fuck years old, around, man. Five. Dog. Yeah. Like I said, Palm Range Center, you know, the good old go-kart. And For you in the hood little, down here on South nine Five, once upon a time, there used to be a nice little golf facility. Well, not nice, but it was a golf facility. It wasn't and it, bad back in the day though. It was good. It was maintained. Yeah. It was absolutely. right next to that golf course. Had the, the little, golf cart. the little uh, part three mini, you know, like it mini did. Damn. People and it had the, the go-karts. You had the, the, the golf facility. It was pretty cool. It always yeah. reminded me of Tin Cup, the Tin Cup one. Yeah. Cause it's just the wide open. You just go out there and rip balls, man. Right. That's what you learned. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. it. Yeah. There was a teaching pro who now still teaches over at the, he's up at the farms now, but Johnny Gonzalez, 
He's a local South name. Bay, yeah. South Bay yeah. legend. He, that's, a, uh, that's a that's a local golf name here. Yeah, for the Johnny's South Bay. been around. He used to manage where I was at back in the day. He was at Chula Vista, and he's played. You know, he used to hold course records. I was gonna there. say I've seen his name at Bonita a lot. Yeah, there's another Johnny Gonzalez. Oh, okay. Well. He's still around. He plays golf at. Damn, the, that's a battle. That's a war right I there, bro. A bunch of good Johnny. There Gonzalez can only be around. one. Right. So, yeah, Johnny Gonzalez took lessons. Followed him for a few years. Played junior golf as I was growing up. Nothing crazy, you know. Tournaments. Nothing. Nothing like some kids play now, but. I played a lot of sports, so I was playing football, basketball, baseball, kind of whatever I could, you know what I mean, to keep going. And golf got in there, and then it came to a point where, like, football, baseball, like, baseball and golf didn't really start to mesh uh-huh. because I started playing more. And so I kind of just went with football, so you, basketball. Did you not baseball. play golf in high school at all? Then? No, I played golf in high school. I played football and, and golf in high school. I played I, – I, did basically how many of you guys are there doing that playing football and golf? I was the only one. Were you the only one? I was going to say. Yeah, I was the rarity, you know, like – especially big man playing golf, you know, so, but it was fun. You know, normally in the spring as a football player, you're throwing weights or you're doing, uh, you're doing weights or throwing, you, you know, uh, shot put discus. It's always track because basically it's the football coach or somebody related uh-huh. doing, you know, Hey, go throw for 20 minutes and then you just go lift, you know? But for me it was, it was golf season. So I went and, you know, played golf and I enjoyed it. Did yeah, you played. get fucked with? No, 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 no. I was I, that was, I did. well, I was that was the thing. Everybody I remember was, everybody was actually, so it's funny because now, all those same people that I played, like back then I was like, oh, Mondo's playing golf. And then now all of all, a sudden they're, they're playing golf. All of a sudden Mondo for the tea time. You know, it's kind of funny. How yeah. I mean, I never, I never played golf in high school. I didn't really know there was a golf team in high school. Mm-hmm. Looking back now, had I known, yeah. I probably would have jumped all no, over it. Man. I hear that story nine out of 10 more than I hear it the other way. Like everybody's like, man, I wish I would just, cause it was chill. It's funny. Cause then because I was on the team, I did get a few people playing football who played football who jumped over. Yeah. Like junior, senior, like didn't matter as much to them. Like, especially after senior year, you're done with football. Like let's play golf. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So even my junior year, I had a, we had a guy or my, was my sophomore year. We had a guy who was a senior, good football player. Cam, he came over and played with me. It was fun, man. We had a great time. Where'd you play uh, high school football? Where'd you go to high school? East Lake. East Lake. East Lake. East Lake. High 3 no, We're going to have to end yeah. this fucking conversation here. Puro <laughs> pinche bonita high school. Thanks for having me on. Hey, man. Here. Thanks for cruising through. Yeah. Um, what, when did you graduate? 07. Oh, fuck. Damn, I got yeah. you by a decade, dude. Do you? Do you? I graduated in 97. 97. Yeah, I yeah. know. My my yeah. boyish looks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I never knew we had a high school golf team yeah. until I think it was like you a senior. Had, you guys had a good high school team back then. I had zero clue. I played soccer. You know, like yeah, I was yeah. just like 110% focused on just playing soccer. In the right. morning, we played in the basketball courts. You know, after school, we practiced with the squad. Yep. On off days, we were just going to pick pick up games. Everything was a pickup game for soccer, man. There was a yep. long stretch where that's all we did. Right. So golf didn't even enter in my peripherals, man. But yep. knowing that, like after the fact, I was like, shit, that would have been cool. Yeah. Like I was never, oh, what a dweeb. You play golf? I've always played Tiger Woods golf. Right. And that's yeah. kind of where I learned Everybody how to play. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's yeah. kind of legit where I learned how to play golf. Yeah, because that, that time, yeah, the 96, 97, that's when Tiger came on the scene. And, and it was like, whoa, yeah. dude, I don't know what, yeah. I don't know how good you're supposed to be, but this dude seems like he fucking rips at this sport, right. you know? And he did. Because yeah. before that, it was just tired old white dudes yeah. walking around the course, boring, like very bland. Yeah. And then this dude comes through, man. Tiger Woods comes through and he just like, he sets the whole golf game on fire and all of a sudden it became cool to watch tournaments on right. TV. Well, it came, it came even cooler to play golf. Yeah. You know I mean, he made golf, he made golf. Was that something that kind of motivated you to do or no, not really. I just enjoyed the game. You know what I mean? Like as a competitor, somebody playing sports, like it's just one, of, I always tell people that those who play sports and then get into golf, absolutely love it. It's one of the most competitive games I've played. Cause you're and not only that it's the, the competitive, like the nature and with it's just yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean, 
there's only like things happen when ball rolls to, but like in day it's a battle between the years. Right. I mean, everybody talks about like the greatest obviously have the, have that just mastered, but um, you know, there's one day you can go out there and it's like, everything's clicking, looks great. And then you can go out the next day and it's like, you've never swung a golf club. Agreed. I mean, yeah, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so it's frustrating, but it's also like, like I said, you, you, you get that one good shot or that one good round. You want to get back takes. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get back there as quick as you can. So then, but it's like I said, it's a golf. It's a stick with a white, you know, a little white ball and a four inch cup and you got to get it in, you know, somehow. So. Sounds like a different game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I hang out with a bunch of competitive dudes, bro. Yeah. We're like, I, we're very competitive. Uh, uh. And then we play, started playing golf because I alluded to how competitive golf is. But golf is competitive, not necessarily with you and your homies, your friends, whoever you're out there with. It's you against that hole, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's awesome, man, because, you know, I go to at least twice a, a week, I go to National City. Right after work, yeah. I meet my boys there and we play nine holes. We walk it. Then I get to come here and do everything else. Yeah. So it's like a quick hour and a half. Legit, dude. We get there. We swing at the, at the range. We get our Bloody Mary and we just jump on and walk and finish. Yeah. Yeah. It varies from day to day, man. Oh, one absolutely. day I can be like my best score there is a plus one. Nice. You know, I, 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 I will never aspire to do that again because <laughs> every time I try to like get to that again, it's always like plus five, plus six, bro. Yeah. yeah. What is your lowest score um i have a 67 Jeez. at the old salt creek i shot five under actually in the men's club championship uh, back God. in i want to say like 2016 what's your handicap uh currently i'm like a three. Oh my yeah. bro you're yeah. like one of those dudes that can just walk on in any course and just kind of rip it uh yes yeah <laughs> i'll say that only because i've been around the game for uh -huh. time, right like it's one of those things like when it, it golf is a lot like riding a bike like once you get it you get it but obviously there's a lot of nuances in between you lose your short game you lose your putter you know what i mean so so how did you end up in golf you started playing yeah. high school football you started playing high school golf and ultimately yeah. now you that is your career that is profession yeah, so but what happened in between yeah so the crazy yeah so senior year of high school it's like january yeah january of 07 i go i had been playing high school golf obviously for years and then um it was my senior year it's like time to like hey i'm gonna get a job like i started driving like i'm gonna go do my thing you know and i had a buddy who worked over at salt creek and uh rest in peace yeah no fuck kidding, that man. course was awesome bro it was man it was great it was a gem yeah it was a gem it sucks uh everything that would ha you know that happened but hey brought me here brought us together it's, right? we're together now. i'm sure i'm sure we crossed paths at salt creek because yeah, that's when yeah. we we used to hit it hard gus right. and myself used yeah. to hit it hard i used to live like right next to salt creek yeah. and we would be there a lot man know, not man. even to golf we yeah. would go there just to like use the facilities, go yeah. to the range. You guys had like a little best, chipping facility. It had, best, it had the best practice facilities. Oh, I mean, man. the putting greens, the chipping, the yeah. rain, I mean, all grass. Like it was a great setup. It was fun. You know, it was a lot of fun while I was there. So yeah. So yeah. Oh seven. I had a buddy who worked there and who played with the golf team on the golf team with me. And he, he had gone to school and he was there at the time working like during the, the winter and summer breaks. And uh, yeah, he calls me up. He goes, Hey, uh, you know, the, at that time it was uh, Gary Matthews who I still owe to this day because he's the man. Uh, he's the one who hired me. And so um, he goes, hey, Gary's here today. It's Sunday. Come out and fill an application. Talk to him real quick. And sure enough, we just had a quick convo. Said, you know, hey, what are you trying to do? I told him, you know, I'm here to look part-time. I go to school in, at Eastlake, and I'm going to, uh, you know, I play high school golf and just looking to work the weekends, whatever. He's like, here we go. See you on Wednesday. You start oh. first day, and that was it. You're like, I'm here to work the weekends. No problem. Here. Yeah. You start Wednesday. Yeah, know, right? guy. <laughs> it was like a Wednesday afternoon, like, get me started thing. And so... Yeah, sure enough, it ended up, uh, yeah, slowly started working my way up. I bet I was lucky, you know what I mean? I At that time, Salt Creek was doing well. I think that was right before the housing boom, 07, 08, kind of got through that, and then things kind of, obviously, golf was not a, a priority for a lot of people. 
Um, so Flames. The, the, yeah, exactly. So the, the, the um, I guess the landscape kind of changed in golf and things started changing. And so people started leaving. And then I just started myself and a uh, buddy of mine, Marco Cho, he was my right-hand man. We just started working our way up. We took on any position and anything that people were leaving for. So we went from carts to pro shop. I ended up doing like tournament sales. Then I went to F&B. He went to tournament sales and we started managing memberships and doing that. And yeah, Gary left, my boss left who had been there for a long time. And then me and him kind of rolled into that position. And then we got a new ownership. So next thing you know, I, I was 22 and I was named AGM of, uh, of Salt Creek. And then six months later, after the new ownership came in 2012, I was uh, named, well, at that time I was the interim. I became an interim manager and I was going to school. I still joke to this day that my, I'm surprised my wife didn't leave me. I was going to school at San Diego State full-time, coaching high school football. Uh, it's Eastlake, uh, that was the fall of 2011. You just love dropping that Eastlake name, huh? You, you, know, just, you just love dropping that so Eastlake name. Fall of 2012, we make a CAF run. Uh -huh. And I was co that's when I was coaching and um, going to school full-time and working full-time. I became the GM at that time, interim. Damn, was, you never saw your girlfriend, huh? Dude, she didn't see me. Yeah, <laughs> so she was, yeah, she was my, yeah, she was a girlfriend at the time and I was working basically every day from six to two thirty, going to football practice three to six. You know, you go meet with the coaches, have a beer afterwards, and I go to school at night. It's going to San Diego State with online courses and then also just um, actual classes on on site. So yeah, we finished that season, we went CIF. It was awesome. And then January, like two weeks before I was supposed to start up at San Diego State again, I meet with the the ownership at that time and I'm like, hey, you've been the interim for six months. We haven't found anybody worthwhile. You've done a great job here and. It's yours. It's yours if you want it. And so that was it, man. The rest is. That's a big deal to be a GM of a golf course, of yeah. a facility. Yeah. No, it was. It was good. It was, you know, at that point, like I said, I was kind of the face of the place and I've been given a great opportunity. And I've always, I've always, I don't know. I just always, you know, I, I consider myself a natural leader, which I, well, I think I love coaching. You know, I just take to it naturally. It's love what I love to do. I've no you're a good talker. Being the voice. You're very, you're very calming. And then, you know, like when every time I talk to him, I'm like, yeah. oh, I can relax. Yeah. Well, and that's what, you know, I try to use that approach even now. You yeah. Know, for my staff, for tournaments, events, like, just like I told you guys when I met you, like people, tournaments, it's a lot. There's a lot to it, but I got you. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I'll take you, care of you guys. You, know you definitely mean? walked yeah. to do that. So yeah, when, when the Emo Brown Foundation, we, we, we set out with high expectations and took on the tall task of setting up a golf event. Gus and I have been, I always drop Gus because he's the only motherfucker that golfs with me that's in this club, that's in this crew. Yeah. You know, everyone else is like, oh, we don't golf, oh, 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 you know? Should I, be mandated. I want, you know. You want to work here? You want, you, you do you want to be part nine. of the foundation? You got to learn how to play golf. <laughs> and you know what? Nine holes will be Shit, and, you, and you, your handicap has to be under 20. Yeah. You got to be a bogey golfer. It's respectful. You know, that's a- uh, Alberto's out. Quickly, bro. <laughs> Say, wait, being too small teeth. Um. So we took on the task of trying to set up a golf event, a golf tournament, raising money. Ultimately, we pulled it off. We couldn't have done it without you and your killer staff. Yeah. But damn, man, there is so many intricacies to not only the sport of golf, yeah. but just like setting up an event at a golf course. Yeah, no kidding. I didn't know it was such a moneymaker for these, for courses. Yeah, Tourna well, it, Tournaments it, seem to be something that draw in people and maybe yeah. open it up to a whole new demographic of people. Absolutely. Well, see, for us, for us, exactly, it works two ways. So at Chula Vista, um, you know, being a municipal, we don't exactly have the highest rates in San Diego. Uh -huh. And so, you know, getting us, for us to be able to do a golf tournament, shotgun, you know, in one day, one afternoon, just like yourself, gives us an opportunity to still get a good amount of players out there, but increase the revenue a little bit. But then for us, just like exactly what the Emo Brown tournament presented was a lot of people who haven't played Chula Vista in so long. You know, Chula Vista has a bad rap out there for some people who play. Does it? Does it really? Eh, yes and no. So it just depends, like. 
So in the in the golf world, you know, what I mean, in, in San Diego golf, we're not the most premier golf course, and I'll be the first one to tell you that. But how is San Diego golf as a whole, oh, as it relates to the facilities and San, courses? Yeah, we got a lot of great. We got some top, you know, car, courses in all of California. You know what I mean? You're talking, you know, up and down the coast right here, just on you know on the water. You got Torrey Pines, Coronado. You know, one of the top communities in really all of the world. I mean, I think I don't know three four years ago they had did a hundred thousand rounds and. Was one of the top court, top ten courses in the nation. Something in San Diego, like yeah, something, oh, wow. something like that. So, um, no, you had you know Barona. You know, there's a lot. Barona of, was a top notch, Barona, right? You know, hosted nationwide tour. Yeah, you obviously have Tories. Like I said, they've hosted. You know, we got U.S. Opens here, and that's huge. So it's a huge draw, of San Diego. We got plenty of got plenty of great golf courses, plenty of great people, and the truth is, the industries in San Diego is fantastic across the board. Like, there's a lot of good GMs, a lot of good people. A lot of people up and coming, younger like myself, who've been given great opportunities and continue to, you know, move up and do things. What's a goal for you now being the manag general manager at Trula Vista Golf Course? You know, I don't, what's the next step? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, um, I guess just continue to learn and grow. You know what I mean? I, I, at Trula Vista is a different animal mm. uh, than what I had. At Salt Creek, I, I wore a lot of hats. Um, didn't really have a big management team. It was basically myself and like an AGM and a superintendent. And we just ran with it. You know what I mean? Which good and bad. It has mm -hmm. its pros and cons, but um, yeah, Chula Vista, we do a lot of events. We do a lot of banquets, a lot of tournaments. Um, it's busy. It's busy. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do a lot of rounds. You know what I mean? We did 82, 83,000 rounds last year. Man. It's a lot. You know, it's a lot for a golf course, for a municipal of our size and our location. So, what kind of wear and tear goes into the facility? A lot. Yeah. yeah you're talking, you know, turf. You know what I mean? It's grass. It, it, it tears and it rips and it's gone. And then you got to, you know, it grows back, but not overnight. Right. So, the biggest thing is the greens. You got to keep the greens in good shape. And we've done a good job of that. We've done, you know, we've made a lot of changes and the city's done a good job of, with, you know, backing us and the team that's there right now. So Touchstone Management is a, the company I work for and that's who, who has a contract with the city of Chovista to, to manage the golf course. And so how many uh, facilities are under the Touchstone Management? We have over 42 properties now. Oh, wow. The nation. Yeah, we're uh, a lot of California. Dude, fucking of, golf is a big money industry. Oh, it's huge, man. Well, yeah, I think like, you know, the majority of people who play, you know, have some money, you know, that you get a lot of business deals. It's a lot of realty. It's a lot of, you know, corporations, a lot of banks, you know, people are involved in golf most of the time, you know, have some money or do something with it. You know what I mean? So do a lot of Mexicans play golf now. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah, people don't believe me, dude. No, dude, it's huge. You know what I mean? I love, I, it's, especially, well, I mean, golf all I know is, is down golf here. Golf is so diverse. All I know is down here though, but, you yeah, know? No, and there's something to that, right? So San Diego, I tell people all the time, like we get stuck because in San Diego, we're so diverse already. You know what I mean? Growing up in East Lake. We had all, all yeah. blocks, you know, it was, everybody was out there. Yeah. And so, you know, you had, um, you know, so same thing, golf in San Diego, same thing. It's just diverse as, as anywhere else, you know what I mean? But I think more so, obviously it helps that we have the border, you know, close to us, but, um, you know, from your employees, the staffing to people playing, it's, it's, it's diverse, you know, you get it, which is great, which, which makes it great. Cause like I said, we've, we've, what we're doing at Chulvis has been great. And, and the people that, have, uh, that support this, the community and the golf courses, what really, you know, given us opportunity to continue to make the changes, make the improvements. I was going with the, with the whole touchstone in the city con, you know, the, the contract that we have with them. Uh, they've given us, you know, the opportunity to continue to grow there and make, you know, make, make Chulo, you know, what I think it was, what it was meant to be for and what we're, what we've been doing there. How would you rate the course currently right now? I would say right now we're probably about a seven or seven? where I would want to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what is your main objective? To, to uh, fairways. fairways? We, we got to work on the fairways. But, you know, that's that's time. You know, it's not... Nerd talk. Sorry, guys. But yeah. this, <laughs> now I'm straight up talking to you. Like, I, I'm the one who wants these answers, bro. Yeah, now, we're, now we're talking agronomy <laughs> over here. Um, yeah, no, the fairways got to be worked on. The greens are good. The, the surrounds are good. That's, you know, the, the 30 yards that surrounds the green. But tee boxes are good. We just redid a bunch of tee boxes. Still got a few to work on. But 
Yeah, fairways. The fairways got to be better, you know, and and the people want a better fairway, and um, we're you know we're trying to give it to them. So, but and what what has helped that? Like I said, the we raised the rate to, the rate uh, back in March, got a few bucks, and you know worry about. I walk in back into the city. It's ten in the morning. Yeah. Do I need to have a tea time? Um, ten o'clock, depending more on the Thursday Friday. I uh-huh. would I would recommend a tea time. How much Monday, is it going to cost? Me? Uh, if you're a city resident, uh, it's twenty two bucks. Okay. To walk. To walk. If you're not, most people walk it. Most people walk. Yeah, because it's a, it's, it's a, it's Very not a, flat. not a big layout where you're up and down and all around. It's a great walk. Mm-hmm. That's it what is. I mean, I, I love doing it. Eight miles. Uh, Seven and a half. It's about six and a half. Up at long. Yeah, okay. six and a half if you walk eighteen. Okay. Um, you know, if you hit it straight, maybe, maybe you walk. Yeah, I was gonna miles. say, man, I'm, I, I look at my watch and it's always like you've done eight miles. Like, goddamn. All right, yeah. cool. Depending, yeah, depending on how straight you hit. I do a lot of left, right, some military golf, six bro. Six and a half to eight miles is probably a good guess, but um, no, it's a flat walk. I mean, the elevation change is five feet from. One into the other, you know. So I show up on a Tuesday. I got twenty two dollars to walk, and yep. that gets me in. Mm-hmm. So yep. that being the case, man, what's what what's the biggest misconception you think that non golfers have about golfing? I think the price. Yeah, you know, it, the one thing it, it, uh, that entails is obviously to have golf clubs, right? But even then, if you didn't have golf clubs and you wanted to show up, you know, you rent golf clubs. Yeah, we rent golf clubs. Yeah, oh, thirty five yeah. bucks. Really? So you could you could literally know nothing about golf. Show up in your you know shirt and shorts and. Have shoes on, hopefully. And <laughs> sixty dollars gets 60 you on bucks, the course. Sixty bucks gets you on the course with clubs, with the sleeve of balls. You know the whole thing. But you, when you think of timing, <laughs> you're just right? going to give them a sleeve of balls if they've never well, played. <laughs> true, yeah, it comes with a sleeve of balls. But when you think of timing, you know what I mean. That's what we we always try to tell. Problem is, people, you know, golf recreation. It's long, but you know, on a dollar per hour, you know what I mean. It's it's you get your bang for your buck. You know what it's I mean. It's four hours, yeah. minimum, minimum of walking. Minimum. If you, you do know? eighteen holes, yeah, four hours yeah. minimum. The wifeys don't believe it, but we've done six hours on a course. Yeah. You know, oh, especially when you're walking, it's Sunday and you're stuck behind people who are just, you yeah. know, lagging, bro. Yeah, exactly. We've been in that position. Wifey's like, I don't believe you. Six hours playing golf. I'm like, yeah, it happens. You know, I need to get my wife to learn how to golf. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I was telling boys is like, hey, if we get our ladies to learn how to golf and come out, we can golf You'd all the time. You'd be amazed how many ladies actually love to play. It no too. doubt. And I tell her that. And the first thing she says yeah, I could get some nice clothes. And it's like, no, no, no. I want you to go out and golf right. with us, you know? That is the that is the one chance they always go to right away. Is oh, the, yeah. Fashion. Okay, well, yeah, can I get a nice hat and then mm-hmm. I'll go? It's like, all right, might be worth it. You know what I mean? What's your favorite golf course in San Diego? Uh, not, not choosing Chula Vista. I don't want you to be biased. Chula, yeah. Not choosing Salt Creek. Obviously, I was Well, there. it's dead now, bro, um, but yeah. I would say Barona. Barona. Yeah, Barona 18. Like $220, right? Or something like uh, that? No, it's not that pricey. It, no? Yeah, it, it's pricey, but it ain't that pricey. Okay, cool. All right, all yeah, right. but uh, unfortunately, they did sh- they did lose nine holes. They're, they've kind of closed right now to just to do nine holes. But Bar- Due 18, to the Rona or just due, overall? Yeah, it was kind of due to a little bit of everything. And they're having some uh, water impact issues up there. So, but um, That's always a major point of contention with people on the outside looking in yeah. at golf. Oh, it's such an elitist sport. Why should we use right. uh, our, our resources to maintain a sport that I don't know eighty percent of the population aren't even going to you know right. take advantage? Well, and there's some how do you address that, well, Armando? The truth is that ninety percent of golf courses use either pot or um, mm-hmm. use either reclaimed water or well water. You know, so water that normally wouldn't go to the public anyways. Uh, and I think that number might be actually increased now. That was an, something I knew a couple of years ago. You know, what I mean, at this point, there's a lot of golf courses who converted to wells converted to, to uh, reclaimed water because the goal is we don't, you know, the, no golf course um, wants to, you know, wants to be that impactful and, and have that, you know, we have to obviously use water to water the golf course because people want to see a green golf course. You yes, know? Sir. And that's why I do think there's some things on 
golf as a whole that need to change because, you know, they show you these courses on, you know, TV every Sunday that those courses pristine, don't look like bro. that. Yeah. You know like and pristine so, and- so you see the masters and then you come Monday to Chula. I got no chance. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm not never going to look like Augusta, but here's the thing. You're never going to pay Augusta prices. Nope. You know, I tell people all the time, like just realistic expectations. I'm, I'm, we're one of the top five cheapest golf courses in San Diego. I'm not saying I'm trying to give you cheap product, but you got to understand I'm not giving you Tory Pines. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'll be the first one to tell you, you know what I mean? So just realistic expectations on, on golf, on where you're at, what are you doing on your time? Right. You know, I tell people all the time and this is why we do so well with golf tournaments because we're there to help you fundraise. Like our golf course helps you fundraise. Like I guarantee you that no other golf course is going to give you the rate we're going to give you, give you the service we're going to give you for best bang free buck and give you the opportunity to fundraise you know, for your event, for your tournament. Shit, homie, that's why we ain't leaving. Right. I mean, I that's why. Well, I locked you in on a five-year contract. Yeah, fuck, I'm in. And that's why we have a handshake agreement. And now, and, and you know what? Ultimately, I feel like the other uh, proponent of that elitist mentality that people have on the outside looking in, I feel like our partnership can do a lot to knock that stereotype right. down, at least for us here locally in, yeah. in, in the South Bay and in Chula Vista. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Chula Vista Golf Course and the Emo Brown Foundation, you know, we linked up and we're going to be working together. We already started working together. You guys allowed us to use your event hall, your space yeah. to do the scholarship presentation, you know? Yeah, that was awesome. With you guys and the uh, catering from Ponces and our friend Karen bringing it all together. We had the six recipients come down. We were able to, you know, have our presentation, give, uh, give the checks away, meet and greet, get to know them. It was awesome. So whether you, you think you got us on a five-year agreement, bro, you, we, we, we roped you in. You locked us you know, in. You're, I see, we, I see. you're not fucking leaving. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, that's that's how, that's what we had at Salt Creek. And, and I like to think that's what I bring to the table at Chula Vista is that, like you said, people know me, which has been a blessing. And I've had a lot of support, you know, previously at Salt Creek. And, and even now, there's people that have had tournaments at Chula Vista that, Probably would have never even thought about that prior to me being there. Ben and Woods, bro. Yeah. Like when they came down, it's like, I didn't even know this fucking place right. existed. Dude, all the time. It's amazing. That's what, that's why it's a big, for us, it's a marketing tool. Yeah, it gets for sure. Um, we've made a lot of improvements over the last year. So like I said, get that, you know, that idea out of your mind of what Chula was. Come out, check it out, meet the staff, meet the people, have a good time. Have a beer. Yeah, have a beer and have an affordable round of golf. You know what I mean? That's what we are. I, I tell we are affordable golf. I use the hashtag all the time because- we are, you know what I mean? It is the truth. You want to come play on a Saturday, 54 bucks with a cart Saturday morning, eight o'clock. You know Boom. what I mean? There's courses that you couldn't, you know, some, some courses that the, that's the cart fee. You can have two beers and a hamburger for $54 at some of these places. <laughs> yeah, man. No kidding, that's you know? real. Yeah. So what we're going to do with the partnership, we're going to reach out to the local community. We're going to reach out to our community here in Chula Vista in the South Bay. And we have, we have a, we have our people who are, involved in like a school board or in the city council, but more so I want to look towards like the school boards and just uh, educators here locally. And they're going to reach out and talk to this, the athletic director and say, Hey, we're working with a foundation who has a little bit of money that can go and give back towards P to kids who want to learn how to golf. Yeah. And with that money that you guys are giving us, we're going to bring some kids over and take them to Chula Vista golf and what do they get? Do they get a, like a, a training sessions? Yeah. So yeah, the goal, the, yeah, the, what the plan is to, yeah, have them come down and give them a little bit of background, a little history on golf, and teach them, you know, the basics. How to, you know, how do we go out and hit a golf ball? How do you go and putt? How do you chip? You know, start with the basics and get them involved because there's a lot to golf. You know what I mean? And obviously, you would hope that they continue down the road. Can I join this class? Because I, like yeah. I said, bro, yeah. I, I learned <laughs> playing on on uh, Tiger Woods golf. Right. I don't know the etiquette. 
And yeah, it, it took me about 15 years to learn what the etiquette of golf is. Yeah, no, it, there, I'm, I mean, I've been in it for 27 years. I'm still learning. Yeah. There's I mean, there, time, there's right? so many things. Yeah. I look, I'm like, hey, yeah. we're not allowed to do that? No, yeah, bro. Right? Bro, you can't smoke a fucking blunt on the green, dog. I was like, what? Why not? We're, we're outdoors. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait a minute. What's the a, what's a rule of smoking weed on at Chula Vista Golf Course? I'm going to decline comment on that. That's my yeah. guy. Well done. Well, hey, whatever, uh, you know, we're, we, we monitor the tea times. <laughs> Having a good, tea time, a good time, and that's it. Hell yeah. yeah! Your facility is awesome because you have a restaurant grill on on like yeah. on premise. Yeah. Once upon a time, before COVID, it was actually open indoors. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So well, we still do indoors. Oh, you yeah, do? We, yeah, oh, we, hell we, yeah. yeah. So we just started up our brunch weekends. So Saturday and Sunday, eight to two, um, we have a brunch ordering menu, not like a brunch buffet, but just a brunch menu, breakfast and lunch options. You come down and yeah, we got some TVs up, watch some games, you know, hang out. Got a nice view overlooking like the first tee in the practice screen. And Damn, you're trying to make yeah. it a whole experience at Chula Vista Golf. You know what I mean? what, yeah, no, it's been good, you know? So, um, yeah, you have that, op- you know, come down, grab a meal and go play some holes. You know what I mean? Things you can do, you know, that give you that opportunity. Like I said, the experience, the time, come down, have a good time in Chula Vista. It's a good thing you weren't at the event, bro. That that the little golf oh. event that we had, the foundation, know, well, the fundraiser. I know, but I was mad that I, I was upset that I missed it. Yeah, just looking at your face, based on the uh, on the grasshopper comment that I just meant, let me let you know that the the event was sponsored by Grasshopper, yeah, and I, I heard and it. everybody was happy. <laughs> everybody had a really good time. I've heard nothing but great comments about the event. That was good. I booked a couple tournaments from it. I told you. Yeah, you did. Hey, man, whatever we can do. You know, we're, we're all knuckleheads, we're, but we're all from the South Bay. Yeah. So we all, fortunately, we know a lot of, just like you, man. Like, you know, I've never met you prior to all this going on, but I, I knew about you. Yeah. Like, when it came to like logo, oh, you got you to gotta link up with yeah. Armando. He'll help you out. As yeah. soon as I opened the brewery, he's like, do a golf event. Get your beers in there. Right. Talk to Armando. Yeah. He's the one. He's the guy. Fucking Albert. Yeah. Albert was the one that was like yeah. a big proponent in doing that. Yeah. He's like, you have to talk to Albert. Armando, he's going to get you guys in there and you can get all the golf and you need. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. He, he wrote me into taking lessons. Right. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, uh, Coach Phil, man. It worked out. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where Coach Phil stands on, on the uh, list of highest rated coaches or not. But for us, he fixed our fucking game. No, he does a great job. You know, I mean, every every coach has their place and uh, Phil's done a great job. He does all adults, kids, he, you know, does helps everybody. So, um, yeah, he's another big piece of the puzzle at Chula Vista. You know, I mean, we have five coaches there. We got the chipping green. We're working on it. We're putting in a bunker uh, with a practice green. That's something new. That'll be an addition. We've been working on it. Thanks to Coach Phil. He, he's the one who kind of started that idea. And uh, so I kind of picked up and ran with it. But, yeah, just trying to improve the facilities. Like I said, create that overall experience. You know what I mean? To, things are going good if you guys are, you know, like, fixing are, everything up. Things and are going good. You hell know I mean? yeah. yeah. Like I said, we've, um, you know, we've made a lot of good changes. And the golf course was, even prior to COVID, we, we made some changes. The golf course was heading in the right direction. I was going to say, COVID was... Sounds weird, but COVID was good to you guys because a lot yeah. of people started playing golf because it was very minimal oh, things absolutely. that we can do. Yeah. Correct. So it was like, go outside, do this, do that. So we can go outside. So a lot of people so picked to, up their to irons. This day, I tell people, obviously COVID was not ideal for a lot of people. There's a lot of obviously deaths and people out of work and changes of job and locations. But yeah, for the game of golf, it was, I mean, COVID has saved golf. You know what I mean? It sent us in the right direction. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. That drastic, huh? That drastic. Jesus Christ. I mean, you're talking golf courses were up 30%, 35%. There's not too many businesses, not like golf. Bro, National City, we going nine down. hole is busy all oh, the time. I can't yeah. just, like, it's hard to walk in and just play. Yeah, no, morning and, and afternoon there's busy. They get some daytime spots, you know, like all of us are starting to thin out again. But yeah, like I said, golf, golf. Golf prior to COVID recently was going down like two to three percent a year, and then all of a sudden went up thirty percent overnight. And that won't change because once you start playing golf, there's, cer- there's a certain thing, man. Yeah. You you enjoy it. 
Well, you the know, thing is, so for us, if we keep 10 to 15 percent, that's five years of growth. You know what I mean? That we gained in, a year. <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Right, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, like I said, the golf course, golf, golf has been set up to go in the right direction. So we've seen that, you know, so we try to do some improvements, trying to get some. We, we got some tee boxes redone. We got some fairways redone, but it was it was a hassle. I got that stuff approved back in February. Couldn't couldn't get anybody out till August to get it done. Jeez, you know, because every, every golf course all of a sudden has some money to spend, or we're finally getting to those projects that we've no you know been neglected for so long. So, yeah, like I said, it's it's been part of the process, you know. But but golf is doing well. Events are doing well. People are starting to you know trust in the process and getting back inside and doing events, and it's been good. We go to three courses primarily here in Chula Vista, you know, and it's Chula Vista Golf, and it's Benita, mm-hmm. and it's East Lake. Yeah. And of recent national city. Yeah. Just national city is convenient. And that's another misnomer that people's like, Oh, it's going to take too long Dude, go play nine. Yeah. You know, you can play nine at Chula Vista, mm-hmm. you know, that, what is that? $11 or yeah, so 13 weekday uh-huh. before seven thirty or after two o'clock right now, it's 13 bucks to walk Damn, dog. as many as you want till it gets dark. See wifey doesn't care. Yeah. Wifey used to care about me golfing all the time. Cause let me tell you how golf went for Gus and me yeah. once upon a time, once upon a time we would go, 8 a.m. tea time. So we would get up and we'd meet at the course around 7, 15, 7, 30, start swinging at the range. Every Thursday, all right, cool, bonk, ksh, 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 yeah. start drinking, you know, then we get on the course, we play our 18 holes. Throughout the 18 holes, we've drank, we've smoked a little, you know, we you know, hey, let's take a shot at, at the turn. Right. And then it's like, okay, so we're done like at one, you know, and then we go to Chili's. We'd yeah. go to Chili's and it was usually on a Sunday or a Saturday that we'd be playing, you yeah. know, no kids, mind yeah. you. This was at the beginning of, right. of both of our uh, relationships of being married, rather. Yeah. So when we go to Chili's, because it was right there next to the East Lake, boom, have some beers, have some Cadillac margaritas. Right. I didn't know what the fuck a Cadillac margarita was until I started Everybody golfing. Got, come on. Now Cadillac I do. Cadillac margarita at Chili's? I, 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 now it was one of the best get, things you gotta ever. You got to get the shaker. Bro, you know I mean? yes, sir. You don't got the shaker. You're not, you're not a real guy. Now, now I'm like, fuck, you know, I haven't done that in so long. So that's what golf was. Yeah. Leave at 7, 7.30 in the morning. Come back like at 7 at night, right. bro. All day offense. Yeah. And why was like, what the fuck? So that's all she knew. She, that's what she attributed golf is. Yeah. I'm not going to see this guy. Right. This guy's gone yeah. for like 12 hours. He's, he's going to come back all shitty. You know, he's all drunk and like, uh. She's <laughs> locked me out of the house in the past, bro. And I told Gus, I was like, bro, I didn't make it in. What happened? The door was locked and wifey didn't open it. I spent the night in the patio that's, when we were like newlyweds, bro. Awesome. No, it's not fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah. Now yeah. I look back now and I'm like, yeah. oh man, that's funny. That's what golf was. Yeah. And along the, you know, over the last 10 years, yeah. 15 years, we took it more serious. Right. We don't drink when we golf yeah. now, bro. Well, you know, we, all, we, we might have like a little whiskey, a little, a little Jameson and ginger yeah. ale, you know? Yeah. We don't smoke until like we're in the game. You know, it's like, now it's like, we take that you shit like serious. A, you have like a don't smoke until somebody makes a birdie rule. We don't, but that's, that's eh, I like that. So you do like, you know, we do we, shit. Some, some every, rounds we may not smoke. Every, yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Every once in a while you do like the birdie, you know, birdie okay. shot, you know, when you're out in vacation, you can't uh-huh. first shot, you know, first birdie is when you take the first shot. Jesus kind of Christ. Really you're up. just going to ruin golf completely for us. No, no. Yeah. I guess maybe not. Yeah. Don't do it. Like I said, vacation, golf, <laughs> depending on what you're doing, you know? So, so now bro, yeah. now golf is way different. 2005 golf Crazy. is different than 2021. golf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wifey like is go, go golf. Cause yeah. I tell her I walk, I said, I'm yeah. going to walk just good. So yeah. it's, a, it's all about like maintaining. Now she's like, go, if you're walking, go have fun, right. do your thing. She's like, like, the kids are in school. She's like, if I see you in a cart, though. Oh, yeah, she'll get, I'm sure she'll get upset. Like, you know, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. So you're walking. So now it's like, I walk. I don't even have a push cart, bro. I strap my fucking, strap my it. cart on me and let's go. My little yeah. bag. And and we do it. 
So I, I, just like anything else in life, you know, it starts out rowdy. We don't know. Like when yeah. I started jujitsu, it was like, ah, balls to the wall. And then after a while, you're like, oh, you, you slow it down. Everything becomes right, comfortable. There's disciplines. and there's Yeah. Things, yeah. There's yeah. so many fucking rules in golf, bro. There's too many. There's too many. There's what, are too the, many. The, what are the most like most known unknown rules that you feel that you need to bring to the surface as people? Because here in Chula Vista, you know, we're, yeah. we do things a little differently. Right. Yeah. Well, the one, you know, I guess, I mean, I guess it's not, I wouldn't say it's unknown, but like the little things of like. Like where you're supposed to drop and hit ball, you know. Some of these, sometimes people just like re-tee when they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They can go up there and like drop a ball where they went out if it's a hazard or a yellow stake hazard. Depend on what the different, you know. Like I said, there's so many rules it gets a little confusing. Your options, but yeah, I, I see it way too much. People just like grab, you know, they'll hit one out and they'll just re-tee. It's like, well, hold on, you can actually go go up 200 yards and go drop from over there, and you're dropping two, hitting three from there. Yeah. Where instead you're hitting three from the tee and then you're probably going to hit it out again. Mm-hmm. So, and which then helps pace a play, which then helps people, they shoot a lower score so they enjoy it. So that's the biggest challenge I think for people, we want them to come play. And that's the biggest thing. So during this whole time with COVID, we've appreciated the amount of people that have come out and we appreciate the support, but it would be a little bit nicer. It would have been a lot nicer to have some people with some, at least some knowledge of the rules. We've had some groups out there where it's like they you got four people with no clue. They don't even know what to do. They're drunk. Well, not even but drunk. They just don't even know the rules. They don't even know where to park the golf cart just off the first tee. Damn. You know what I mean? It's Guys, like, don't park like on that. the green. Don't ever put yeah. your cart on the green. Any of the, the tightest grass, you stay off of that. Jeez, man. But, um, yeah, so stuff like that. Like I said, we, we've we seen it. I've seen it. You should see some of the tee, box, tee shots I've seen off that. Is there a dress code for golf at Chula Vista? We ask no jeans. No jeans. You know what I mean? well, fuck, how are you going to golf in jeans, bro? You'd be amazed, man. Really? Well, yeah, some of, some of these guys love them. But we ask no jeans. Uh, you know, We recommend a collared shirt, but I'm not sitting here. What about denim shorts, bro? Mm, yeah, stay away from them. All right, cool. Just in general. Just blue a, jeans. Just like his life, life goals. People go wear jeans. and You wear black <laughs> ones. We don't know. But you just, you know, blue jeans just kind of get frowned upon in the golf world, right? But at the same time, we've we got to adapt. And times have changed. People have changed. Their schedules change. We got people that, you know, want to come play nine holes after work and, you know, maybe jeans is part of their attire. I'm not going to sit here, you know, yell at them. Tell what me about collared that. shirts? Eh, I'm not big on that. No? Eh, Tiger Woods don't wear a collared shirt. Why is Damn, everybody else? bro. He doesn't rock it, right? So, you know. like How racist is golf, bro? Let's get to the nitty gritty. How fucking racist it's, is golf? I think collectively it's not as bad as people think. I think, I, I think once again, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm kind of naive to the situation. Born and raised in San Diego. Yeah, we don't see it here. Hispanic myself. I've been given opportunities. I play golf. Have I had some instances where, where there's been that? Absolutely. Yeah. I get, it's funny. People don't think I'm the GM all the time. I tell people that I appreciate that. I want people to think I'm the car kid. Mm. Don't ask me, you know, the minute, you, well, you know, like anything, the minute you got responsibilities and people know who you are, it's like all of a sudden the questions come and people yeah, do, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, man. You know, heavy yeah. is the head. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so you've um, dealt with some of that shit. Oh, all the time. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. yeah. I've seen, yeah. You've, like you said, but you know, but being in the GM role, like I have been for at this point going on 10 years, you know what I mean? You just, you learn to handle people and you learn, you know, to understand not everybody. I tell people all the time, not everybody's like that person or like, you know, there's a small percentage of those people out there. You just got to deal with them. You got to move on. You know? We're very lucky living in Chula Vista in the yeah. South Bay because yeah, we're, we're, you would be silly. You would be the outsider if you come in here with that mentality Absolutely. and be like, oh, shouldn't you be fucking mowing the lawn instead yeah. of working? You know, because yeah. I remember once upon a time, man, uh, people were knocking on my parents' door down, well, up and down the block, you know, like Jehovah Witness style or whatever they were selling at the time. Mm-hmm. And my dad was on the front. He loves doing the, the yard. It's like his fucking, his escape, bro. Yeah. That's he getaway. That's how he gets his zen on. So he's out there like maintenance the yard, cutting it, you know, doing his thing. Guy goes in and 
knocks on the door, passes my dad. My dad's yeah. in the fucking yard, you know? Yeah. And then they leave, hey, are the owners here? It's like, oh yeah, what can I do for you? Ha, <laughs> yeah, right. And they leave, dude. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. Those yeah. things have always stuck in my head. Yeah. And I see that on the golf course sometimes, you know? Right. Oh, it, yeah. it's, it's kind of happened to us, mm -hmm. but not not like so directly, but just like I hear shit. Yeah, Absolutely. like I hear some shit and I'm like, uh, yeah. we don't get it down here. Like I've, like I said, we play the Bonita, Chula Vista, East Lake. No, no, because you'd be stupid if you're that guy. Right. You're, you, you'll be yeah. heavily outnumbered. Absolutely. Quickly, Absolutely. you're going to learn a lesson and how not to fucking talk to people. Right. But we like to, you know, our, as our game improved, we started going to play different places. Yeah. You know, started playing on like Carlsbad yeah. or, or in Sanitas, fucking Temecula, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's where I see some shit and I yeah. hear some shit, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, it like I said, it, it just. I can only imagine what it's like in the South, like playing in Augusta. Because for the longest time, like women weren't even allowed right. to go, right? right? Even there's black caddies that, that, you know, worked there and couldn't play golf. It was like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of that. And I think, like I said, it, no matter what you do, that that's still out there. But I think the majority, obviously, moving in the right direction. People have supported, you know, minority golf and minority players, minority people of, you know, working in those positions. Um, so, yeah, I think it's. I don't know. It's something like I said, we're not going to solve overnight, but we're, that's our job, bro. That's moving, that that's the task the that we're taking on, Armando, right. especially with the partnership that we established. We're going to yeah. bring golf into the community. I was about to say, for, that, yeah, that's what man. we're doing. You know what I mean? We're giving, we're going to give you know minorities and people who maybe don't have the 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 feasible opportunities to you know get a golf club in their hands. How many kids should we bring? When should we start this program? Yeah, I think um, when's I, a good time to like line everything up. Yeah, I think sooner the better. Obviously, kids are in school. You know, so one of the, I did this, I did a program similar to this years ago. And what we did is like once a week on a weekday, like in the afternoon after school, the kids would come over. And so we'd have 10 to 12 myself and like another instructor. So like myself and Phil mm -hmm. could sit down and we could, you know, go over, help these kids, you know, and kind of give them the basics, learn the lessons of golf. And cause there's a lot more to it. People think it's all just like swinging a golf club, but you know, the, the game of golf teaches a lot. Right. So there's a lot of accountability, a lot of honesty. You're out there by, if you're out there by yourself, you're, Supposed to keep your score and this and that, you know, so um, sticking to the rules and and, and kind of staying in that lane. So th there's a lot to golf and what it has to offer, um, you know, the disciplines of it and everything, really everything that it, 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 that it entails, which is great. And that's very true what you bring up, man, because and people look at me funny when I say it, it said it initially, but then I give them the reasons on why I said there's two things my kids are going to do. You know, like they can play baseball, soccer, football, whatever they want. You know, if they want to do it, they can do it. We're going to support them and help them do it. If they don't want to do it. All of a sudden they don't want to do it. Okay, no problem. We can take them out. Right. There's two things I really want my kids to do, my three boys, and it's going to be jujitsu and it's going to be golf. Love it. They need to learn to depend and rely solely on themselves yeah. to put themselves in and yeah. get themselves out of situations. Jujitsu, when we took them, it helped our, our two older boys. The youngest son is it's too little to go in yet. But when they went in there, they were like introverts, kind of like, Socially, not socially awkward, but they didn't really like, you know, yeah. communicate with people outside of the family. Yeah. So they would be put in that environment and it's like, oh shit, oh. we put him in the jujitsu and that changed completely, man. Right. You know, like they became more confident, awesome. more comfortable in groups, more social. They made friends in there. So now, yeah. boom, mission accomplished. They don't want to do jujitsu anymore. Oh, I hurt myself. Good. You're going to keep doing it. You know, as soon as these vaccines come out and we can, you know, take care of the kids and make yeah. sure they go in, those guys are going back in there. Yeah. You know, the other one is golf. Yeah. And when I say the two things they're going to do, they're going to do jujitsu and golf. Like, <laughs> why? That sounds silly. It's like, dude, golf is exactly what you said. Yeah. It's a game of rules, mm -hmm. you know, and you need to learn those rules to play this game. Yeah. It's a game that teaches you um, how to be a gentleman, yeah. how to be a good person, yeah. how to be honest. You know, you're keeping your own score 
and like all of these things, all these components, I'm hoping crossing my fingers that if I inundate my boys in it, something's going to stick and they're going to be like, Oh yeah, you know, this yeah. is how we do. We don't do those things, boy. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there's, you know, it's a joke, but the golf clap, you know, it's uh grabbing a flag stick, you know, letting somebody tee off in front of you. There's a lot of those things you don't even realize, you know, the, the, the honor, you know, like you say, somebody makes a birdie, like, Hey, they made a birdie. It's their honor, their tee. It's all about yeah. respect. Yeah. You know? you know what I mean? So it, it it's a great game. Like I said, I've been lucky enough to be around it my whole life. And um, yeah, I have my two-year-old daughter and she swings the club. Now I love it. You know, there's nothing better. Lucky. That's nothing awesome. better than have her. She loves coming to the putting green. She runs around in circles and hits her little putter plastic ball. And I love it, man. I love it. And, you I know, need I, to get my boys in. Jesus. I tell people all the time though, obviously boys too, but um, girls golf, man, it's huge. You know what I mean? Every, every. When did that take off? Cause I remember Michelle, Wee when she came out, yeah. like that kind of like took it well, up a notch. Girls golf has always been there, but now even more so there's just so many opportunities for not only junior golf, but especially girls junior golf. You know what I mean? So all the leagues now, all the junior leagues also have, you know, a, a girls divisions where b- before that wasn't always the case, you know? So now there's girls divisions, there's boy divisions. As they grow up, there's opportunities. A lot of the D one colleges all have golf program for, for colleges cost nothing compared to what some of these other sports cost. Right. So, a D1 program for golf is a lot more doable with Title IX and everything. So you're talking 300 schools offer six scholarships, you know, or six to 10 scholarships across the country. So you got a daughter who can break 80. She's got a full record. She's got a legit shot. You know, who obviously, realistically, like everybody, I always tell, when you're going for a full ride, the goal is the 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 academics part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go get that full ride. Get education paid for. Golf is the key time. to unlock, exactly. you know, and, and exactly. get in there. Yeah, I've, I've been lucky to see... You know, a bunch of our junior golfers from Salt Creek and also Chula Vista who are now playing Division One golf or moved on. And any pros? Um, yeah, we have one Minji Kim. Okay, she plays on the LPG tour. Minji Lee, sorry, Minji Lee. So Minji, she came to us from Korea. She moved to Korea from Korea. Dad brought her over here. She was doing some training. We had a coach over at, at Salt Creek at the time who was giving her lessons. Um, and now she's on the L. She's on the LPG oh, tour. Wow. She was doing like the Symmetra tour, which is like kind of like you know the. Triple A, you know, junior. But it's like Q school or something? Um, No, so Q school is different. Q school is like a one five-day weekend qualifier to get on the. Dude, that sounds intense. Oh, it's like nice. I, I started there's doing been, some research on the Q schools. Like, holy fuck, man. The Q school, like there's been there's been some people taking it like 20, 30 years in a row and never passed I it. I see. Yeah. And so, and then you don't just get to Q school, like there's qualifiers to get there. So the fact that you're so good that you can get there year after year, but it's like you get in that crunch time. And you just, you know, there's been like, there's one story. There's a guy, um, I'm trying to remember the name right now, but he got to Q school, made the putt on 18 and he signed for the wrong scorecard. And that was a wrap. And he would have been on the PGA tour and he never made it after that. <sighs> Tried a couple of years more and then never made it. Crazy. Yeah. Golf is an intense sport, it, man. It's, you got to be mentally sound and right. focused and, and that's why, have you know, your routine. That's why like what Tiger did for that long, I mean, just were absolutely dominated. I mean, it was... Is he coming back? Oh yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. is he coming back? Tiger status, so. or you he's, think it's just going to be? He's too a good. golfer. He's too good not to. Mm-hmm. You know, he had broke. Yeah, he broke his fibula or whatever it was, but it's not anything he can't come back from. He's going to take his time, but he'll come back. Damn. You know, I, he's. I think he's. He's too strong in the mind to not come back. He's, he Obviously, looks like he's, he's intense. Gone through, he's gone through his issues. You know what I mean? But yeah. Oh, he's crazy. Uh, the real American hero, Tiger Woods, right? bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's definitely, like I said, he's definitely intense and he's, but he's, you know, he's done it for so long. It's such a, you know, crazy rate. I mean, 
these guys are never going to, you know, we, we love, I mean, it's awesome to see all the talent that golf has now. And I think it's probably more talented than ever collectively, but nobody's going to dominate the game like he did for so long. And that's awesome. His is an interesting story because you got to see him from putting on late shows, yeah. late night shows yeah. as a six-year-old, five-year-old. Yeah, he was like, to just, he was like boom, three. To like a junior like champion, to, yeah. you know, and then to like a high school Well, and that's champion. the biggest thing. I think there's something to be said about those people like, like Tiger, like LeBron, you know, who just absolutely dominated for such a long time. Yeah, I think like LeBron was crowned a king at like 14. Dude, he was in junior high and already doing things. Right. 14 years old. Selling out his high school arena. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. And so, you know, so there's just something to be said about somebody who's dominated the game for that long, you know? So I don't know. When I, when we do all the GOAT conversation, I always I always bring up eras. Like, I just think everybody's had their era. 90s was was uh, was Jordan. 2000s was Kobe. Since 2010, it's obviously easily been LeBron. But when you think of that era, and the same for golf. You had the Jack Nick, You had Arnold era. You had Nicholas. You know, Greg Norman had his era. Faldo. And then... You know, we've gone into Tiger, you know, for the last 10, 15 years. And now who's in control now? That's a good question. I mean, last year was John Ram, you know, mm -hmm. easily. I mean, I, I, got to see, I got to see him at the U.S. Open. I was yeah, like, we followed him for a couple holes. He, he, he has a house here. He's Diego. a big dude. He has a house. I think he, I don't know if he has a house here in San Diego, but he, he might. Um, he practices at the Grand up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His teaching coaches. What about there. Dustin Johnson? DJ, good. yeah, he, I think he's all Florida, though. He's yeah, yeah. the Florida guy. But I mean, he's, he's, he's oh, probably he top of his game oh, or yeah. what? No, yeah, him. I mean, like I said, the collective, the top 10, 15 right now in the world are talented. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's never been more talented. But this is the way, this is like anything, right? We continue to get the better, the greatest, bigger, faster, stronger. And in golf, it's like, it's, I mean, look at, look what Bryson's doing. Not a big fan of the whole long drive thing, but whatever. You know, he's, he's changing the game. I love all the pettiness, and he's, and man. He's, oh, I know. And that's, I love I all the say, shit talking to get into. I was going to say, the one thing he's done is he's created that drama for golf, mm -hmm. uh, which I don't think we had before. Little heel, yeah, little heel action yeah. there, man. And so, And then he also, he's just opened his eyes. There's some people who never looked at long driving the way they have or never looked at, you know, like I said, golf the way they have. And now you got Bryson out here doing it, you know. And he can putt. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, no, oh, shit, he's got yeah. a short game. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. So if he gets all that put together, he will win. And he has. And he has. You yeah. know, I mean, he's dominated. He's dominated at times. He, he's easily looked like the number one golfer in the world, you know, for stretches, but so it just varies, I guess, depending, like I said, that's where I think golf and golf is such a tough sport because you can have it clicking for, you know, three months, six months, yeah. you can be a number one player in the world and then fall off, fall off. I mean, Justin Thomas, he was number one player in the world. And now he's maybe top 10, you know, he struggled for a little while, hasn't won a tournament over a year, you know, stuff like that. Look at Ricky Fowler. Oh, Ricky you Fowler, know, bro. You know, Ricky's, you know, to make the guys, any guys. So, um, but yeah, just one of the things that happens. Uh, we got a lot of golfers that came out. San Diego, oh, Milkelson, yeah. Ricky Fowler. Well, yeah, I think it's golf 365 days a year. You yeah. Know? So this in Florida, you know, you don't. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, same. Yeah, you know, you just, you got, you know, you got a lot of opportunity to play golf and get your whole. You Pat know, Perez, he's from here, right? Yeah, from, yeah, 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 cool. San Diego, and Charlie Hoffman. Thank you. That's the one I was yeah. trying to remember, Charlie yeah, Hoffman. You got a bunch of, you know, guys have, you know, there's a bunch of teachers who coach out of San Diego who moved moved some guys up there, got on, you know, either on the pros or you know, a bunch of the, the corn fairy tour now, stuff like that. A dad comes to you. Yeah. said, Hey man, I have a son. Yeah. I have a daughter. I really want them to learn the game of golf. Yeah. What are the steps we need to take to get this, to make it happen? Yeah. So what I always say is, is start off with like a, a, a lower cost, cheaper junior set. You got to get them golf clubs. That's the biggest challenge in golf is you got to at least come ready with some stuff, right? Don't buy the shoes. You don't need the clothes. It's their kids, but you got to, you do got to start with some golf clubs. So finding a cheap junior set, the biggest key on the junior sets is making sure they're graphite. So lightweight golf clubs for kids. 
you cutting down your steel shaft to clubs, never they're never going to properly learn, <laughs> right? So it's just like any like you know they're you know if they're five to ten years old, they're you know maybe thirty to eighty pounds, ninety pounds. They need a lighter golf club. They don't need a you know big golf club like we're swinging when we're thirty two years old. So um, the right equipment, the right golf club, and then just um, be open. So uh, we I've had there's a lot of people who come and they want to do like individual lessons. There's some great coaches out there who do group lessons, or you know like Coach Phil does group camps. That's a great opportunity to start. Um, camps do always do well. So you were talking about your son with jujitsu, right? He goes in there and he see other kids do well. He does well. There's some positivity there. A six-year-old kid who's just starting doing lessons by himself realizes he can't do it. Discouragement, discouragement, probably. right? Yeah. So in a group lesson, group setting, bunch of kids hitting it all over the place. <laughs> you like, suck too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, we're we're just as bad, you know. So I recommend the group lesson round. I, I constantly tell people that it's a great start. Uh, like I said, Phil does some camps. How often do these camps take place? Um, usually around like the holidays and then uh, where the kids are off for school, you know, so you got like the summer camps, the fall, the spring, um, you know, there's some coaches who teach camps daily, you know, so coach OJ over there teaches, he does, that's all he does is camps. He just, he just beginners, beginner students. I mean, you're talking about, like I said, he's a coach who just knows his place and knows his opportunity. And um, he just brings in new golfers, junior golfers who want to learn. And then if they want to go individual lessons, he'll do individual. If not, just the next new golfer, you know, he's, he's busy that way. So yeah, I, I recommend the camp way. That's what I always tell people, get them some clubs, start with some camps. Don't, don't, don't buy a, don't buy the 20 lesson package. You don't know if they, they might not like it. They might not time. like three lessons. You know? Yeah. So just get them started, let them do a camp or two and let them go a couple of weeks. And then if they, Hey, three to six, you know, three months of the next summer camp, they say, Hey, Hey, I want to go do golf. Can I go do golf again? Yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? So they don't need to know anything about signing up to these camps. No, no nothing. No, there's nothing. Everything is taught there. Everything is the taught. grip, the stance, the yeah. motion. Exactly. It's all basics. All right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. But yeah, that, that's why I just recommend clubs, get the clubs, find a good coach and get started. And like I said, don't force it. Call, you know, like any sport, you know, I've seen way too many parents who've, you know, we've all been there. You've seen it. We've I don't want to be that guy, man. No, I I've been, uh, my, my experience as a youngster. Yeah. You know, my dad wasn't, wasn't oh like hardcore, yeah. but you know, he, he would always want to coach right. the team. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. cool. And then yeah. I said, you know what? I'm gonna play soccer. He doesn't know anything about soccer. Motherfucker. I don't know <laughs> he if he read a book he learned and, and then he said, I'm going to coach your team. I was like, God damn it. You know? So now I'm, I, when was, I'm uh, before YouTube, I was like, I Jesus like Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like my boys, they did jujitsu and now wifey and I will be on the sidelines. We'll be watching and you will hear the parents like, Hey, I do this. Yeah. And I've seen the professors come over and be like, Hey man, you know, we have the adult class at six, stick around if you want to, yeah. you know, yeah. basically saying, shut up, <laughs> let the kids do their thing. Right. You know, if yeah. you want to show up after, we can t- we can show you how to do a little bit of jujitsu, you know? Yeah, because we've all seen it. Like I said, there's too many parents that have been been there too much. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a great parent, being a great coach from behind the scenes. But when you're the parent and the coach, and you're paying somebody to do that, then like you know what I mean? It just it's tough. I've seen I've had way too many friends who have played golf or any other really other sports and just been burnt out and just done. By the time it actually mattered, right? You just get to that point where um, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. It's been pushed for so long. It's like. So I've seen kids, I've seen a lot of golf kids who have done well, were looking like they're going to be something, and then just, I'm cool. I'm out. See you later. Bucket list golf course. Uh, Augusta. Easy. Yeah? Easy. You ever played uh, Pebble Beach? I have not played Pebble Beach. That's ours, That's dude. on the list, yeah. That's ours. We're like, That's fuck. doable, though. I, I like to think, like you said, when you say bucket list, I'm talking like 
Just something a, I know I need. Like some a Mexican real, kid from Chula Vista. I'm know, just man. trying to go, bro. I'm just know, trying to get I, out there, dog. Well, then it sounds like we need to set that up. Shit. We well, we've been looking into it's, it. It's like it's fucking pricey. Oh, dude, it's not. You got to stay at a fucking bungalow in Monterey. You have to stay at the hotel. Yeah, you can't like just so there's, buy. There's a one take. opportunity a year, but I think they even stopped that. So it used to be they would sell package through the SCGA, basically for a round of golf, and it was like 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Two rounds for 1100. And now, yeah, the, now the package, you have to stay at the hotel. So basically- The bungles are like $900 oh, a yeah, night, yeah, yeah, minimum. Yeah. I mean, they, so they go talking, higher. Yeah. So like the best deal is basically, I think for uh, one night in two rounds, you're talking like two grand, 2,200 is like the minimum you're going to pay. Yeah. It's you better possible. really like golf. <laughs> you, better, <laughs> you better really like you golf. You love the sport. Yeah. So- ah. Yeah, so for me, it's Augusta playing the ma- I mean, not playing in the Masters, but just playing. The fool, golf. they ain't gonna let your Mexican ass hey, in there, hey, fool. Hey, you watch me one day. Yeah, you watch me one day. You better take like a little fucking GoPro and put it around your right? your neck. And- you got plenty of time. You can play. That's a, and that's the nice part. All ages can play golf, right? So you know, you talk about like it brings families and generations together. Like, there's nothing cooler. You know, even for me, I get to play with my dad, and um, you know, you get, you see people all the time. Dude, how do I get my dad to fucking play? Just get him going. He doesn't want. I bought him it's clubs. Just like your kid, you get him clubs. And I you bought gotta, him clubs. You gotta and get him group Jesus lessons. Jesus Christ, see, man! See, the the philosophy doesn't change. Anything. I tell him he would love it. You know, yeah. he's a you know baseball player. I said, bro, I said he would love it. There's nothing better oh, than yeah. going out and just hitting Base- one and ball. Baseball pure. translates so well. I think it's better if you come from baseball to golf. You have a better opportunity than you obviously have from going from golf. Oh to baseball. yeah. You have the basic fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've golfed with a few uh, baseball players, you know, played in college, and now they don't play, and they, and we go out and play, and they're swing. Oh, man. It just sounds different when they no. hit it. I'm like, holy shit, bro. No, my buddy He's like, I only play like once a month. I was like, no. yeah, motherfucker, but geez. Yeah, no, my buddy, I had two buddies, KJ and Adrian. They play, they play, they played professional ball, played, you know, minor leagues, and man, they crush it. It's so frustrating. But see, I get, I still beat them. Cause well, yeah, because it's not all crushing. It, yeah, because yeah. I hit it straight, and I got a short game, you know what I mean, so. The, those are the, that's what I tell people. But you, you know, you talk about how do you get better at golf? Like short game, like chip and putt. I chip tell people and chip putt. and putt. Like I joke, but I'm serious. Like I'm not gonna put my daughter on the range until she's like seven. For the next five years, like she's two and she putts. She plays in the putting green. Like she's not leaving the putting green. She's gonna putt and chip. And then once she gets good at that, Boom. she can hit balls. That's the way I look at it. Ten. I'm, not, I'm not being that controlling parent, by the way. Yeah, obviously, I was gonna say. To, to, I'm not like, gonna make her be out there, but if she wants, you're to, not leaving till you sink five putts in a row. Nothing like that. Dad. But I'm like, hey, like if like this is what I want her to. I want her to know the putting green. Like mm-hmm. She, her, we get. The, I get this opportunity to teach her golf. Like it's gonna be from the putting green backwards, because there's way too many kids that just go to the tee box to the. They go to the mat right and tee it up with a driver. Oh man, I used to be that guy. I used well, to be the guy fun. that just show that, up and go with a, my driver. There's always a place for that, uh. and it's fun. That's what like top golf's for, right? But I wouldn't know there's not one in San Diego. Well, because the land's too pricey. We all know the answer. Where would you put it? Where would you put it? Well, the word is that they're going to try to put it out in a uh, Star of India, that little park, Downtown. the water park, the yeah. waterfront, whatever it's called. They want yeah. to do it there. On the well, more up north, right? More off like the what's the uh, not the pier side, whatever that. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is it going to happen? I don't think so. No, no. What happened? Shit, man. Land's not getting any cheaper. The problem, golf. like I said, yeah, I think that. So it needs top golf. It needs yeah. a what is that? Like probably like a ten to twelve, maybe fourteen acre property. It's huge. I've never been to one. I know there's one in Vegas. I know there's one in uh, Phoenix, do but I've never do done it. it. Yeah, do it. it's fun. Jesus it's a lot of fun. It, it's it is good for the game of golf. Like I tell people all the time, like people, are like, ah, I don't know. Like Callaway just bought it, bought the you know, so they've they've taken over Top Golf. They you know, they own it and they're gonna operate them. And they're opening one up in El Segundo. Really, it's gonna be Top Golf and then nine holes. Huh. So it was an eighteen hole muni. 
Or what was 18? What was the course? I'm trying to think of it. I can't, try, I, can't try, uh, I can't remember the name of the golf course, but it was a golf course. And I think it was like a, a little um, uni. Um, basically, it only had like seven. I think it was like a par 68. I'm trying to think of the word I'm thinking. But, um, executive? Executive. There you go. Did, oh, wow, shit. Look, what? Did I you got me. God, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't think of it. I have a background in golf. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so they shut it down. They're rebuilding. They're putting a top golf. And then right next door is nine holes. Brand new nine holes. So it's going to be, that's, that's going to be cool. Because I think. That is a that is a direction I thought Salt Creek could have went, mm. and maybe it still can. Whoever's out there listening, and maybe wants to got some money, tell water, and tell them to do something with the land because I think it's going to be years before they build up there, which is unfortunate. Because what I tell you all the time, and not that I I love where I'm at, and I think everything happens for a reason, and that's why I'm at Chula now. But um, it just sucks because I think if Salt Creek could have got to this point where it'd be thriving again and could have been there long term, you know, because it was a great piece of property. That's the reason why I bring it up because I mean. Golf, you want to talk about like top it's a golf. huge spread out there, bro. It's, yeah, it was it's on. We were on two hundred. We were on two hundred fifty acres out there. Jesus you know what I mean? Christ, yeah, so it's a big piece of property. It was a lot of fun. I mean, the golf was great, and what I always tell you back then is like the greens were good. Didn't greens, walk that one. No, I did no, not walk I, that no, one. Bro. I walked it a couple times. Yeah, why? We, even in high school, in high school, you had to walk. Dude, there's so many rattlesnakes out oh, there. Yeah, well, not even the rattlesnakes, man. Just the 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 di- the difference between holes. Jesus Christ. So I mean, you're talking like. Hole I mean, one, after, you're walking after, down. Hole well, two, after, you're walking up. <laughs> yeah, after four holes, you, you've probably walked two miles. You oh, know what I mean? It's like, and you got to earn more than that, probably two and a half. And then you still got 14 more. Like, good luck. You know, so, the, yeah, Salt Creek wasn't Salt Creek wasn't uh, meant to walk, and it wasn't designed. Aesthetic, like, the aesthetics of it wasn't created properly for the long term. It was done, Tiger Boom, 2000. It was built in 99, opened 2001. It was rushed, and there was a lot to it. And like I said, the sidewalks all went around, you know, where it's like, how about you just run the sidewalk straight? Yeah. And then you have less maintenance and less traffic on your golf carts and less hills, you know, stuff like that. So those are like the little background key things of golf. But but so that, and that's where that's where golf is going now, which is nice. So people are building them to be more efficient, more, you know, less maintenance, which means less bunkers, less tee boxes, less turf, you know, so. Well, you guys better figure it out down here because I'm not driving far for golf. You know, no, I'd like, no, we're I'd good. like, I we're keep good. it. We're, we're locked in. Chula Vista is good that, you know, we've, uh, there was uh, some scare a couple of years ago, you know, people, but it, land surveys. Oh, land we're survey. good. Well, for now, there's, oh, there, there's this AB175. I don't remember what the number is, but somebody, Lorena Gonzalez, is trying to propose something to try to turn all the municipal land, like golf course land, into real property. Oh, we're gonna have to have her here on the podcast and see what we what we, yeah. we we no, get out of her. Well, yeah, it's just like my, the thing at Chula Vista and like many golf courses, they're in, they're in areas that you, sh- you wouldn't be able to build on anyways. They're we're in, when we flood. I mean, half that golf yeah. course when it rains. When get, it rains, man, that whole area. Rain, oh yeah, when we get good rain, we're we're close for a day or two. But Nita, right at the base of the fucking uh, the 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 dam, the reservoir, yeah. dude, that thing floods oh, yeah. as soon as it rains, yeah. and that just carries on down yeah. and keeps so, going to Chula Vista Golf so Course. You never want to build. Nobody wants to live there. So you have Riverwalk, you have Bonita, Chula, yeah. uh, Cottonwood is in the same issue. Um, Mission Trails is next to the lake that floods. So there's never going to happen, bro. No, there's a lot of never these, know, there's happen. a lot of these properties that like I, my whole thing is like just build somewhere else. There's mm-hmm. like we got to have golf courses. Got to give people Hell things yeah. to do. Damn, you know? people are going to hate you for that. We need to have golf courses. We do. <laughs> well, like I said, we're not we're not impacting the resources. We don't use you know your potable water. We don't mm-hmm. you know we have our own well. We do our own thing. We. You know, we're pretty self-sufficient, bro. You know, we're in, you know, we're not asking for tax money. So it's like, you know, here we go. Let, let the golf course, let golf courses operate. I'm doing the, uh, the bend in woods. We are the, the 
couple of the guys from the Emo Brown Foundation. We're going to do the uh, Emo, the Ben and Woods golf tournament on Friday. Yeah. Encinitas Ranch yeah. Golf Course. What's mm-hmm. that course all about? What can you tell me? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's actually a nice course. It's Is a, it really? Yeah. Collared shirt. Oh, yeah. Tucked you in. Yeah, yeah, you get kicked out if you wear jeans. Oh, man, I don't even yeah. wear jeans. What's wrong with you, bro? Well, if you get kicked out, you wear those sweatpants. I, I, I have wear uh, sweatpants to golf. <laughs> sweatpants are better than jeans. But um, no, up there, yeah, it's a nice, great, great course. They call it the ranch. It's a nickname. For oh, but no, I don't want to. I don't want to come out looking like a weenie. But like, hey, yeah, we're here to play the ranch. What's yeah. going on? What's going <laughs> on? Like, sir, can you go back south? Fuck yes. <laughs> go back down to Chula Vista. True or false? Golf acronym. Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Nah, it's false. That was false. Yeah, I was. I, that's what I, I learned growing like, up, like golf, and so sounds, it's not true. Nah, that sounds like something somebody's made up. Back oh, in the day. Man. It sounds cool. You're yeah. my go-to for all qu- golf but questions, it's not, bro. Right? It's uh, you know, we don't want we don't want just men out there. We want all all uh, all ladies, kids, adults. It has that. It has that reputation, though. No, it does. It, it has well, that reputation. Why, you know, but that's why you know we hope to just continue to change it. Like I said, we we at Chula, we love junior golf. We were lucky enough to. You know, have a, like I said, a few coaches have Phil and uh, we got um, we got Phil, we got OJ, we got Coach Chewy. We you know we have a female coach instructor, Coach uh, Coach Christy. So we have you know all all uh, ages, all ranges, all all demographics, all demographics are touched, are, man. Are covered, you know. So and like I said, junior golf is huge. We my whole my whole goal there is continue to just continue to to bring junior golfers. We support all the local high schools. I'm bringing you three little boys, bro. Yeah, we do the junior golf, and so. Um, you know, cause that way you know, we've all, I would love for all these kids to go play, go to school and then come back one day and be like, Hey, you know, chill is my home course, yes. oh. you know? So it's great. It's great to have favorite golf movie. Oh, it's gotta be Tin Cup. Yeah. Tin Cup. Yeah. Oh, not even Caddyshack. Not even a thought. No, happy I, Gilmore. Menos. I think it's, I, so, well, happy Gilmore was good, but like Tin Cup, a Tin Cup is a classic growing up. Caddyshack. I think I'm just too young for mm-hmm. maybe if I was a little older. You know what I mean? So, Never watch it, so don't look at me so intently, oh, my no, friend. No, that's fine. It's, Relax. It's a look good at watch, me. though. Okay. I highly recommend it. After, just watch the first one. The two's, eh. Uh, I'm a big Rene Russo fan, and I like Chich Marin. So yeah. for me, it was an easy choice. I right. like Tin Cup. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tin Cup's just a classic. And that dude, is, he plays such a great bad and guy. you could find a Tin Cup at every golf course in San Diego. Yeah? Oh, everybody knows a Tin Cup. All right. Yeah, like there's there's that guy at every golf course. <laughs> that guy that, just, like, that was talented, that could do it, and then just now just like- Drinks and plays with six clubs and has a good time. I can do anything with my seven yeah, give iron. Me, yeah, give me the yeah, yeah, give me the wedge. Give me the give me the shovel. You know, there's 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 guys out there, man. You'd be amazed. Dude, I suck at golf, man. My handicap is fifteen point three. That's fantastic. Why is that fantastic? That puts you, that puts you in the top twenty percent in the world. Calmate, wait, neta? Did you know that? No. If you break, if you if you're twenty or better, you're in the top twenty percent in the world. Really? See, you're over here complaining. You're I'm a top twenty percent golfer in, in the, the world. world. All right. The average score. You I heard think, it here first. <laughs> I think like five years ago, the average score, I want to say it was like 103. The average oh, score no. posted. <laughs> Por favor. Yeah, no. see? Uh-uh. That's 29 strokes. Dude, I shot an 84 for the first 30. time ever at a Shadow Ridge in, in uh, fucking yes, Palm sir? Springs. Oh, yeah. Shadow, yeah. Uh, yeah Shadow, uh, Shadow Ridge. That's a good, call. It a good golf course. It was an awesome course. Nick, Nick Faldo design. Is it really? Yeah. All right. So we were up there. My brother-in-law. Marriott, and I, Marriott Shadow Ridge. Yeah. So we got clowned or talked into and now get clowned for buying like a little timeshare type property there. Oh, we were talking about that. Dude. And, and they have golf course. This properties? Yeah. Like they're all based around golf courses. So yeah. I was like, Well, Shit. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a destination, right? Yeah. So they know that you're going to go out there and bring the family. Yeah. You're going to play golf. I'm and play golf. Kids are going to play in the pool. And I played in the pool too. Yeah, <laughs> I played in all after, the places after you played uh, in the pond for a few. Months. Man, it's so awesome. I'm, yeah. I've become that old old guy who loves golf. No, but it's it's a like I said, it's just a good time. You know what I mean? I, I tell people, like, I don't, I'm personally, I don't play by myself. I just can't do it. We were talking about before, when, mm-hmm. like 
I, unless I know I'm playing with some buddies, like, I don't want to just go play golf. Like I'm around golf enough. I, I see it every day. I live it. I, you know, I eat, breathe, sleep it. And so it's like, if I'm going to play, it's because I'm playing with the boys or we're going on a destination. We're having a vacation, whatever it is. Like I want to go play golf. You know what I mean? So, so I do enjoy the times that I, that I am playing. It's because like I said, we're, we're playing golf and the boys are out or we're having a good time. You know, it's planned and to me just to go like, I, I've done it I, to this day. I, Constantly will be at work and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go hit a meeting bucket, go, you know, 60 balls. I go out there, hit 10, and I'm like, I'm done. This is this is why am I doing this? This is stupid. Damn, that <laughs> make me feel bad for no, shit. You, like, <laughs> I'm trying to better myself. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm saying, like, personally for me, it's just like, oh, yeah, because you're a fucking hard to get out three handicapped. Yeah, ah, miss, floating bro. Around, yeah, floating around. I gotta get better. I got I gotta get back on. I've just been busy. Best I, gambling game to play. Uh for golf? Yeah, for golf. Wolf. Okay, tell me a little bit about this because so now I want to I want to introduce these things to my crew. Four to five players. You uh-huh. can play with anything over three, really. But okay. basically, the whole point is, um, you throw a tee box to start the game, start the day. So you throw a tee box. It's me, you, Steve, and Albert, right? Me, you, Gus, and Albert. Sorry. We throw a tee. I throw it lands me first. So I I'm the first tee. I tee it up. So what I have an opportunity of as a wolf is I either can go lone and take my score against you three, or I could pick a partner. And so what you do is you do dots within the game. You call those dots a dollar, five dollars, quarters, whatever you want to do. And so damn, I'll fuck you said five dollars. Well, I mean, you know, Shit, I don't, hey, listen, going. I don't leave the office unless there's I mean, some money on the line. Things, things are looking really thing. good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you play wolf. So every you, you, I throw the tee. I'm first, and you throw it lands on you. That order stays throughout the day. What happens is that ro- that order rotates. So if I'm first, you're second, third, and fourth. I tee off on the first tee. I'm the first. I get my choice of either my partner or I go lone wolf. The next hole, depending on how good your shot was, correct. Okay. The next hole, you have that opportunity. So now you're number two. The second hole is yours. You tee off first. If you like it, you keep it. You say, "Hey, I'm going to go alone." Or what you can do is you watch the other guys tee off. But you can't. If so, if you tee off, and Gus tees off, and he hits a good one, and you don't pick him. Now Albert tees off. Gus is done. He's dead to you. Oh, okay. So I can't analyze all three golfers no, after no, no. me. Like, you, mm, you know what? I'm taking Gus. Right. If Gus hits a good one, you better pick him because the other two, you never know. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so it's a fun game. It's a game within the game. Adds some money to it. Adds a little, you know, a little drama. There's a lot of fucking gamblers in golf, bro. That's what it is, man. It's fun. But that's what honestly makes you better. I used to lose money in high school. Would lose money in golf. Because we'd play in, like, these skins game out there on a Monday or Thursday. Whatever we had going on. Had our progressive birdies. You ever play progressive birdies? No, what the heck is that? So first birdie that makes in, that guy wins a dollar. The next guy that that makes a birdie, that guy wins two dollars. Next guy, four. Next guy, eight. 16, 32, 64. So you get the whole 17 and there's been like nine birdies. Dude, there's like 200 and what's that, 256? Damn, wait. Does, so it just carries over. Just keeps pushing, yeah. So if, you get, if you're the guy who hit the first birdie and then there's a guy who hit another birdie, yeah. first guy gets nothing. Right. So winner. No, no, he, he wins something. Okay. I win a dollar compared to the guy like numbered seven or eight down the road. And everybody else has to keep ponying up. Yeah. No, well, you just like bro. at the end of the day, you know what I mean? That's so, pricey. Oh, yeah. You know, you do, we used to do like. Unless you're playing with us, you're only going to have one birdie on the day. It's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, no. So progressive, some of the games, yeah, progressive birdie, skins, Nassau's. I mean, there's days I lose a hundred bucks. I'm like, dude, I made a hundred bucks today. So you only play golf now if there's money on the line, folks. I mean, there's no point in leaving the office. Jesus Christ. That's my joke. I play if there's. Doesn't have to be. How do we get on a go uh, around with you? What, what do we need to do? We just schedule it. We set it up. Yeah, weekdays right, are good for me. Right. Weekends are hard. It's busy. But yeah, weekdays are good. Don't laugh at us, bro. You got like no. Gus and me are Listen, pretty much the same kind of golfer. I've, I play with all. I could bet with anybody. I just got to give you the right strokes. Jesus Christ, bro. 
All right, we have part of something. You're a 15, I'm a three. Yeah, it so was you get 12. 12. Maybe 14, depending on the course. I guess. Weenie, dog. So you get like seven aside. Damn, I'll take those odds. Oh wow! I'll take that. Look at you. You seem confident. I'm, I'm always confident, bro. Even when I'm, I like even it. when I'm, I know other, I got nothing to back it up with. You know, <laughs> so something to back it up with is we have the Emo Brown Social Club card, and you know, maybe we can bring some of these guys out in golf, yeah. and we can, we, we'll, we'll figure something out where we can help them out, hook them up, and get them out there to, you know, learn golf. Yeah, because I think a lot of the guys, and we have a thing called Discord. So basically, if you're part of the social club, you get that killer card. Mm-hmm. You know, we can get you a shirt, and we join the Discord, and in that Discord, we have like about. 80 people that just go on there that are part of the club and talk. And I think I bore people talking about golf to the point where it's like, Hey, you know what? Let me talk to somebody who runs this facility. Yeah. You are that somebody Yeah, and see what we can do to get these guys out there to learn. I want people to learn golf. Golf is awesome. It is, man. You know, I just don't want them fucking playing when I'm playing. Cause then it's going to make slow our round down. Right. But I want everybody to learn how to play golf. Well, like I said, the misconception is that it's old and it's boring. The truth is it's not, it's young. It's hip. It has, you know, we get like, think about like, where else can you go have a good time, drink some beers, and not spend a hundred bucks? You know what I mean? Hong Kong. Well, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was a quick yeah, yeah. on your part. Yeah. <laughs> Where your wife doesn't get mad at you. Oh, okay. In, you know, prior to you getting kicked out. Jesus Christ. Twelve hour days over there. Dude, I wasn't even. I wasn't even kicked out. I wasn't let in, bro. Well, I know it's true. Jesus Christ. You're like I'd man. rather be kicked out. But you know what? I do miss those Chili's cocktails, bro. Dude, Chili's be- class. <sighs> Same thing with coaching. So coaching football. That was the spot. After coaches, uh, even like a Friday night, go Chili's, grab a margarita. I don't even know what they fed, what they had for food there, bro. Because we would just go chips in there and, and, yeah, and that's all I knew. And we would just get cocktails, be like, I kind of like Cadillac, Cadillac. Yeah. Armando. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thank it. you. I wanted to just Thanks give me. Thanks for the beer. I got the Golash here. Yeah. It's called the Golsh, bro. Golsh, There's Golsh. a soccer player. Oh, I thought I saw Jeez. an A in there. Oh, I think man. I might have had too many. <laughs> Thank you for coming in, bro. You heard it here first, Emo Brown Social Club members. There's going to be some golf discounts coming our way. Let's see how yeah. we can figure it out and get you guys out there to play. I look forward to seeing you soon, bro. Thank Absolutely. you for everything. And thank you for taking a chance on us we're gonna, we're and being partners. Golf. That's our next goal. I'm in. All right, Fuck so yeah, we'll, dog. We'll play some golf. And then we got these kids we're going to bring out and do some, do some great things with. So. Say, say less. Yeah, I love it.